I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. I hate my job. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to go back to the same one again. I still haven't found another one. There's an ever so slight chance that one will crop up somewhere, but the problem is that they have cropped up and then they do weird disappearing acts. They do. I am currently licensed to teach music from pre-K to 12th grade. That means any public school student that wants to come in my classroom, I am licensed to teach them music. Doesn't matter how old they are or what grade they're in. Right, I am licensed right. to teach. Mm -hmm. And I can do high school choirs, middle school bands, elementary school, singing, dancing, and clapping games. <laughs> I am so effing done with the effing clapping games. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we are coming up on the time where teachers have to start back. Right. And teachers start the week before the students do. And it's probably going to be a bunch of meetings and more clapping games. Yes. And possibly some plastic trombones. Oh, God. <laughs> Which trombone is my instrument. That's what I grew up playing, so. Well, that's good. Not a plastic one. Though. Not a plastic one, no. No. Mm-hmm. Mm. So anyway, I had hoped that I would be able to find a job. And I think we mentioned this at the beginning of the summer, just like we mentioned it at the beginning and ending of every summer. Yeah. That I hope I can move back into middle or high school because I miss middle and high school. I miss older students. Right. And I applied for all the jobs. Yes, you have. And I am three quarters of the way through a master's in math. Three quarters is good. You'd think it would count for something. And... We did think so, well, actually. we did. <laughs> we're, not the, we're not the problem as far as we know. No. At least not... Directly. Well, yeah. There's this thing with the public schools, part of No Child Left Behind and other educational legislation, because the best people to tell teachers how to do their job are lawyers who've never been in a classroom. The expectation is, and it's a pretty good expectation, I think the idea is a good one, that schools with high percentages of low-income students, high-risk students, students at typically disadvantaged populations are expected to have more qualified or highly qualified teachers. Right. And I understand the goal of this. You want to help historically disadvantaged students close the achievement gap, close the gap between what rich kids can do and what poor kids can do. Right. These are historical imbalances, and the goal is to remedy them. Unfortunately, the upper middle class white schools get lots of applicants. And so those schools that could hire me without being quote unquote highly qualified are not going to have me at the top of their list. And the schools that I would really like to be at in the underserved populations and in the lower income neighborhoods can't hire me because I don't have the little stamp on my certificate. Not yet. Not yet. And so I called the Department of Education to see how I would go about getting that stamp on my certificate. Very good. And in the meanwhile, you know, I'm applying for all the jobs that come open for which I am even remotely qualified. Yes. Math jobs, music jobs, anything I can potentially wedge my expertise into. Right. Technology jobs. Mm -hmm. I applied for one job at a school on the north end of town. And 
the principal that I am currently with said, you should email them too. Right. And I did. It makes sense to me. And I emailed them and I said, you know, here are the things about me that you won't find on my resume and my electronic application. And one of the principals emails me back and says, oh, you look like you have a lot to offer. We'll call you when we're ready to do interviews. Right. I never got the call. Never. Are they supposed to interview everybody? If they have a sizable pool of applicants, they don't interview everybody. They narrow down. So this is what you're talking about with these schools that can hire you. They have a bigger pool of applicants and they don't have to call everybody. Correct. And so at this point, I'm thinking, what can I do to get this stamp on my license for the schools that... The other scenario that happens is that I'll apply for a school in a lower income neighborhood or with a more disadvantaged population, something closer to the center of town, and they'll call me in for the interview. Right. And they'll ask me about my certification. Yes. And I'll say, I will have my certification before the end of the first term Mm -hmm. because I'll be finishing my master's degree. Right. And they can't hire you before that. And they can't hire me on a contract. They could hire me as a sub. Mm -hmm. which is a huge pay cut. And I have these kids to feed, so that's not really an option. We have bills. We do have bills. Damn bills. Stupid money. (laughs) And so I called the Department of Education and I said, what can I do to get, you know, this math certification on there? And they said, finish your degree. You knew that. (laughs) I know. And so I'm looking through all of their materials and I come across an option for if I have a minor in math and it has the specific number of credits and the specific areas of math that you need to have them in. And I email them and I say, would this be an option? Because at this point, I have to do a thesis in a math classroom based on work in a secondary math classroom. And I can't get work in a secondary math classroom because I don't have the stamp. And I'm not going to be able to get the stamp without the degree. And I'm not going to be able to get the degree without the job that I can't get without the stamp. Yes. (laughs) And they said, "Um, you can't get a minor because you don't have a major. And I'm like, I have a teaching certificate with a major in music education. Right. Like four different kinds of music. I can do upper, lower, choir, band, strings, general. And what'd they say? And they said, well, that's a K-12 certification. You need a 7-12 to certification. I'm trying to figure out what their math is there. (laughs) And I'm like, wait a minute. How how is this different? What what is happening here that 7-12 to is not included in K-12? Right. That seems like one is a subset of the other. Yes, says the soon-to-be math teacher. (laughs) Well, I hope. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you're doing government math. It's different. Government math is different. (laughs) (laughs) So I send in all of my decade-old certification materials to get a 7 to 12 certification in music. You give them all the same papers. (laughs) same goddamn motherfucking papers I gave them a decade ago. So they can give you a different stamp. (laughs) So they can give me another stamp with less numbers than the one I have. Yes. And it's not even a stamp. It's just a a printout saying, okay, we, we gave this to you. It is. Yeah. It's, it, it's not even a printout. It's an email that I could print if I oh, wanted to. Oh, wow. You should <laughs> hang it on the wall. I totally need to. Yeah. And Like the time I got the check back from the <laughs> service company I was dealing with my mother 
trying to cancel for several months, and uh-huh. then they sent me 44 cents in a check, and oh gosh, I hung it on the wall for a long time. Yeah. It's like that. That was the TV and phone people, wasn't it? Yeah. Ugh. They're stupid. Yeah. So anyway. They admitted it, but anyhow, a lot of good that I'm sorry, we're stupid. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They told your work wife that, didn't they? They did. That's wonderful. But nobody's telling you that, so unfortunately. Right. Did you get this email yet? Did you do this thing? I did. I got the thing. And of the three options that I had applied for with, you know, an additional $150 fee, they gave me one of them free and clear, no additional expectations. And they gave me two more of the things that I had applied for with additional expectations that I have already met, but somehow they think I need to meet them again. Government math. And this happened to you when you came here. Yes, I came from another state to the state we're in. And getting your licensing. Yes, and they said, yes, we see your master's degree, but you need to take these classes. And one of the classes that they made you take was? Human sexuality. Now, remind me, what is the topic of your master's thesis? Gender identity disorder. And they made you take human sexuality. Yes, it was a bit remedial. (laughs) As was the class on substance use. Uh, The reason for that is I worked for a a well-known agency in another state that deals with substance treatment before I came to our state, because our state now, they have a separate licensing for that type of work, which is extensive and not worth it. Right. I already have a license doing something else. Right. But I still had to take the Human Sexuality 101. (laughs) This is absolutely nuts, but it's kind of indicative of the mentality in our state that is very nativist. And a friend of mine who is a social worker with elder services had a similar situation where she came here and they made her take a couple extra courses. And when she asked for rationale, because these courses were already either on her transcripts or in her work, you know, she could say in her CV, I've worked in these areas. Mm-hmm. And the basic idea was the, the rationale they gave her was basically, we don't know you, we haven't met you, we don't know enough about you, we need to get representation of somebody local to say that you really do know your stuff. Because a master's degree from a university doesn't count. (laughs) It's not local. It counts in other places. It counts everywhere else. Right. But around here, it's the old boys club. And so you need some... Yeah, they want you to pay into the system. Yeah. You know, in the long run, it worked out for me because I met people and and that was a good thing. But it was really more expensive and time consuming and etc. Such as the math thing that you're trying to do now. (laughs) Yes. And so at that point, I'm thinking, you know, I wonder if I can resubmit my coursework in a couple weeks and say, here are my credits in music theory. Here are my credits in band pedagogy. Here are my credits in string pedagogy and see if they just give it to me. They probably will because if you wait until the school year is about to start or has started, there's usually additional people in the office Mm -hmm. and it might go through a different person. Here's hoping. Yeah. And then now that I have that math or the music 7 to 12 certification... Hopefully. Do they subtract your other grades and they, now you don't have to teach kindergartners or what? <laughs> I wish. That's what I need to get away from. I'm so over kinders. Like, 
Oh my goodness. Friends, if you have children, please, please, please give them some formal educational experience before they actually get to a public school. Give them some school experience so they know how to stand in a line and they know how to wait their turn and they know how to raise their hand. Well, like you said, the schools you prefer to teach in are typically lower income, you know, Mm -hmm. students with more challenges in their families and economically as well. And, And a lot of the families you have, the kids you have there, they just stayed home with their mom. Or their older sibling or... Some maternal figure watching them while everybody else went to work. And so that's completely understandable, but it takes a special kind of personality to help those students that young learn academic social norms, learn appropriate ways of managing themselves when there's 30 kids in a room and they can't ask the adult for help every 30 seconds. And when I was younger, I could pretend that I had that personality. I could fake it (laughs) pretty well. And I'm not younger anymore. No. No. Mm. So, yeah, I, I need to get back into secondary. And I'm hoping that once I finish, I've got two more courses before I'm expected to do this thesis. And I'm hoping that with those courses, I can apply to get the minor in secondary math certification, because now I have a major. (laughs) (laughs) Certification. How do you not have a major when you have a degree and a job and a license? No. Welcome to government math. (laughs) Yes. So, I'm, are you going to teach that to your high schoolers? You really should. Government math. Yeah. Actually, there is a living skills math course that you can take, and it teaches things like how to balance your checkbook and how to plan for your retirement and how to fill out a tax form and how to. Um, Does it teach you anything about navigating different types of agency structures and departments? No, that would be the civics course. Okay. The, the, it's not math. No, it's not. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the hope that I have is within the next two months, I can get this additional certification. And so I'll only spend a couple of months in going back to my elementary and dealing with small humans. Before now, I can- if you took, I think we might have discussed this, but just to clarify, if you took a sub position that could be a contract position, could they change it to contract in a couple months? They could, but the amount of money that I would lose in the meanwhile would be more than half of my average monthly paycheck, which for two months would be a little bit of a stretch, even if it was only two months. Right. It would really be a struggle. So I don't know. The other problem being that if you don't have a position and they're all filled with long-term subs, they're not going to want to change it. Right, and then right. you could potentially get stuck with the kindergartners. Oh, God. It could be worth us trying to figure out how to squeeze the hell out of the budget and have the kids eat a lot of beans and peanut butter <laughs> for a couple of months. It could be. <clears throat> it could be. But in the meanwhile, we're, you know, playing government math and I'm still applying for these positions and... The position that I applied for on the North End in the middle class school came open three more times over the summer. Sort of. Well, mostly. It came open again, and I clicked the little apply button to submit all my details again through the electronic 
Because you have to HR. do that each time. Yes. Right. Because each, at least in my agency of government, each each different job has a different category number. Yes. For that position, and that's the money it's funded by. Yes. So. And so I clicked the button every time, and I hadn't heard anything back after that email. And then I click apply for this next position, and it's there for like a day and a half, and it goes away. And in the meantime, you had sent in... The third time uh-huh. it comes up, I click apply again, and I write another email. I applied for a position earlier in the summer. I'm reapplying now. You've had some administrative turnover. They'd had some transfers of their principles. So let me reintroduce myself, and I would still love to hear from you. And I get an email back saying, we don't have any positions open right now. From like the principal. From like the principal. Right. The, the same person who had emailed me before and said, oh, you look like you've got a lot to offer. We'll let you know when we're interviewing. Right. Never emailed me back. Right. About six years ago, I was accused of hitting a kid on the head with the recorder. And an investigation, a very thorough investigation, basically proved that the kid was talking out his ass because he was frustrated about having been proven wrong in class and feeling embarrassed. And I was brought right back to the classroom. But I had never gotten the details on the formal resolution of it. So I had to click the little button where it says, have you ever been investigated for misconduct? Until I get a formal resolution, I have to click that little checkbox. Right. And if we had thought about it beforehand, it might have been something to pursue of making them resolve it. Because what happened there was they didn't put it through the right channels to get it resolved when they should have. And so it just got left hanging there. Well, the thing is, what I found out back in like the end of May or the beginning of June was it had gotten properly resolved. I had just never gotten the notice of that. That's unfortunate. It is. I would, I, I guess it's an iffy situation, but I would probably, in in my line, not check the box because if I had been sent back to work, then that's a resolved issue. Yeah. And our lawyer friend had said, no, you should always check the box if there's any chance because that'll get you fired. Not just transferred, not just not hired, but that can get you fired. Right. And so back in May or June, I had gotten the note, the word from HR saying basically, no, you were never investigated for misconduct. You were investigated for allegations of misconduct. You don't need to check the box. Allegations are different. They are. Yes. And so hopefully that's not getting in the way now. Although if it was on my application at the beginning of the summer and it's not now, I hope that doesn't look fishy to a... Hiring administrator. They should be asking, because if you have the other qualifications and they want you... You know, you'd think so. You would hope so. I don't know if I want to think that. (laughs) And, yeah, so I emailed again, and the guy says, I'm sorry, we don't have any positions open. Right. And then I get another email from the other assistant principal at that school who interviewed me for the choir position a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. and said, oh, but we are looking for... Uh, special ed math, even though the other guy just said we don't have any positions available. Ay, ay, ay. I know, like they, they don't, they can't even get their own stuff together between their own administrative team. So I'm like, uh, yes, I would be interested in special ed math. And then they say, but it would be a long term sub position. Oh boy. Fuck. <laughs> Did you write it back and say, I'm looking for a contract position? I, I said, unfortunately, my children can't afford for me to take that kind of a pay cut, but thank you for offering. Mm -hmm. And 
then we're getting ready to go back to work to start teaching soon, to start the pre-teaching meetings and such soon. And hey, look, there it is again at the same high school, the same position. Pops up on the hiring board again. The fourth time? The fourth time. Right. And I click. We don't have any positions right now. We don't have any positions right now. (laughs) And at that point, I decided, you know what? I hope and I pray that I'm not getting hired by a bigot. But just in case the hiring administrator is, I'm going to change the last name on my Facebook profile and on any other social media presentations that have my name on them. I'm going to change my name so that I'm not looking like me and then someone seeing my Facebook page or my Twitter page with trans, queer, trans, queer, Hillary, Bernie, trans, queer. <laughs> and in, that, in case that makes a problem. In case it because it could. And somebody else that we know had done that, had changed their last name on their Facebook page. Yes. Intentionally while they were in the hiring process to make sure that they were not found by potential hiring administrators with other problems. Yes. So government math, here's hoping, here's still hoping in our last week and a half. Right. You got to do some government math, some gendery government math with like an assistant director way up in the administration person. Well, I've spent a lot of time in administrative offices recently at my work. Yes, we talked about that a lot last time. So I've dealt with this person in particular quite a bit recently, although I have over the years as well. And this is the person that when I was trying to get the transition email sent out at work, she was the, and what bathroom is George going to use? She was that one. She was the bathroom person. Yes. At least by report. Mm -hmm. I didn't didn't hear it directly, but that's typical of that style. Yes. Um. You know, it's often hard to tell. I mean, she's the kind of non-emotional, just the facts, please type of person. And so it's hard to tell like what her view of people in my realm mean in her world. Right. But anyhow, I have found her looking for me for reasons that we talked about last time with clients and Mm -hmm. coming to talk to her and can you go and take care of this regarding the same client and can you go and talk to this and that person and so forth. So this person has had cause to seek your presence frequently over the past few weeks. Yes. And 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 it's a admin guy on my floor will come and say, Hey, she's looking for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll say well, I was just there and he said, Oh well she went by your desk and you weren't there. Mm-hmm. So and I'll get back and my desk and my work wife says, Hey, she's looking for you <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So I go down the hall and and she, I find her in the hallway and she says, oh, I was looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Really? <laughs> I have a question and indicates, could I follow her to her office? Uh-huh. And she says uh, on the way, I hope it's not too weird of me to ask something. And I think, oh, this is not a thing about that same client, is it? No. No. <laughs> no, that would not be yeah. weird. So, so we get there in her office and she says, so, um, you know, we're working on this. It's a, it's a brochure that describes services. Mm-hmm. So we're working on this brochure and we, it's, I think it might be one that has a, a form attached to it 
Okay. You know, an inquiry form or a right. services form or something. Maybe the size of a card. It's probably one of those things that folds in three. Anyhow, uh-huh. we're working on the brochure and... I, I, you know, if I'm, I hope I'm not stepping out of bounds. And if I am, just let me know because I, and that's not what I'm meaning to do, but I thought you might be able to help. And I said, of course, I'd be glad to help. And she said, so on the form, it says male, female. And I'm just thinking there should be something else like T. And I'm looking at her like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> But I I didn't ask a lot of questions. Later, I thought, oh, I would like to know a couple things that yeah. just out of curiosity. Yeah, because but you're I, not the kind of person who's going to come up with the words for those questions in the moment, nor the person who would volunteer them in the middle of that kind of situation. No, I, I'm just like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, mm. that would be more talking. I was like, okay, <laughs> no, that's not it. Let me find this. I always like to find the simplest way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that I'm dealing with at the moment. Because then you have to make less words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and less FaceTime, probably, too. Yeah, there yeah. is that. So. Yes. But it also works good when I am dealing with clients because we are getting to business and we don't. There is always with any type of client anywhere, I'm sure there's some chit chat, but it's not. There's boundaries about, you know, curiosities. Yes. And that that's the same in the workplace. But I think I, my work wife could have got away with plenty of them, as would have you, mm-hmm. in that situation. Because we make more of those female niceties that we've been trained into. And you were capable of being trained somehow. Uh, I don't know. I, it's your flexibility, maybe, and her natural ability, possibly. Yes, she's naturally feminine in that manner, and I have... Her communication style is, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am just adaptable. Yes, and you like to talk, so it works for you. There is that, yes. So So I just said, okay, well, how I've seen this done at most medical offices is male, female, other. And she she had a big relief, like, oh, okay, that that would totally solve the problem. That's great. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, is that it? Mm -hmm. That's it. All right. Okay. I did think later about this a little, you know, reflecting on that she was a bathroom person. Yeah. And think, well, does that mean that she considers me not male or female? And then, of course, does that matter? Because I'm the one who has to consider myself. And, of course, I present to most of the world as my perceived consideration thereof, which is male. (laughs) And, But it made me wonder, like, does she think that that's separate? Because it's only separate for some people. Or is... There are plenty of binary trans people. I would say probably the majority of trans people... I'm shaking my head, ...are binary. That would be nodding, yes. So, I suppose there are plenty of people who don't consider trans people to be male or female. And that's their problem, and hopefully they don't make it our problem. Yes. I may or may not be able to change that consideration, but as long as it's not my problem, it's not made made to be a problem for me then it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, f- I think it would. it's unfortunate, but I didn't really like that kind of reminder about the world. <laughs> but the other thing is, then here's the good side of it is she's considering these things, which is way outside her world yes. that she's ever known. 
hey, wait, there's these other people. And I might not know who they are, but I know one of them. And I don't know that we'd say transsexual on the form, but we could shorten it to something else, just like you put M for male and F for female. Or, you know, there's other people and they don't all fit in the same category. Right. So, to me, in part, is she saying she doesn't consider me male or female if she's asking that. Mm-hmm. But as a consultant, I would know more about those other people. Yes. And what would include more of the other people and the fact that she's having that consideration is a good thing. Is there, has there been, I know you had once a year or three ago... A educational opportunity through work that was on the topic of transgender or gender identity or something. Is there any other option for that? Is there something that maybe you could, because you don't have enough to do already, but suggest or take initiative to organize so that more people are getting the idea of here's what's really happening? Like, some presentation at a staff meeting or something. Yes, I think that was a presentation for our whole department. Yes. That was given by the Itsy Bitsy Teeny Wee Gender Clinic Great. people. Yes. And their advocates and mm-hmm. support people. Was that like two or three years ago? I don't know. I want to say it seems like it was a year or two. Okay. It might be time for another one. <laughs> it, it might be, but, you know, this is a very uh, cerebral person. Yes. And so I could easily give her reading material as well. Yes. Of course, they didn't read the book I gave them, but, (laughs) you know. Well, often very cerebral kind of people are also the, I can read and I can learn on my own and I don't need you to tell me what to read or what to learn, thank you very much, kind of people. Right. So what might work is some type of article that is along the same lines that reinforces the conversation we had Mm -hmm. that gives a little more information. And it would be short enough because it's an email. So I think that that is something that I will seek. Yay. Find something like that and say, hey, here's here's an example of what we were talking about. As as obnoxious as they have the potential to be, find like a Trans 101 page or a Trans 101 article or something like that. Some type of educational thing. Yeah. But short enough that Mm -hmm. she can see that. Because what I could do if I find the thing that I you know want, which hopefully I'll find a good enough one, but, but I'd like it to include stretching her a little farther Yes. of who are these other people and what might that encompass. Right, right. So she can... Include you in the M group and not the O group. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's part of it, but so that she, if she's gotten this far, that she can stretch a little farther. Right. Because she probably has a lot of personal friends and family and people in a world that I never circulate in. Right. And they might benefit from that education. And some of them probably have it. And now she would have that understanding to interact with them about. Right. And in- increase more awareness. Very good. So. So. Yep. Government math. We went from two designations to three. We did. Yay. Mm-hmm. I want my designation to go from elementary to secondary. Secondary is in seven through uh, 12? Yes. <laughs> the one you just got? <laughs> yeah, that would be it. You want the job to go with the... I do. Invisible rubber stamp. Yes. So. Well, lots of people want you to as well. We just need the people the, over the people that we need to 
<laughs> my principal even wants me to. And he says, you know, what the hell am I going to do without you? And I'm like, fuck if I know. And, and he you laughs. don't care either. <laughs> no, at this point, I'm like, you know what? I, I will feel bad for you if I get another position and you are stuck right now at the beginning of the school year with no one to teach your music. I will feel bad for you, but I will only feel about this bad for you. And I'm holding my fingers about half a centimeter apart. I, right. No, I'm not feeling very bad because I need the fuck out of here. Yeah, I wonder if there are any social interactions that are coming up mm -hmm. at the beginning of the school year that might benefit you making yourself present and being the talkative person there, you know, with yeah. interacting with others so that Could people be. say, oh, I know that person. Yeah. That can help. I have a letter of recommendation from a friend of mine who is the state lead on math education. There are a lot of people who are willing to vouch for me, unfortunately. Like my principal says, why the hell won't they hire you? Well, it, it could it could help if they knew you. Yeah. And being that you've kind of been in this music circle that's gone nowhere Ugh. for quite a while, you know. We'll figure it out. We will have to. We will. And we do things we have to do, so. <laughs> so I think that's it for now. That is it for now. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Transpantastic! A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. You're handsome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I have to watch your mouth to be able to say the thing at the same time. And I'm like, hee, I like that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> say what thing at the same time? Trends fantastic. Oh. To, to be able to say it at the same time, I have to watch your mouth to make sure my mouth is doing the same. Oh, synchronized swimming. Synchronized speaking. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <sighs> I think I need water. I'm sorry. Usually I'm prompting you to do all the talking, and so for me to be talking more is like... <clears throat> I know. That's what happens to me. <laughs> up and... Oh, yeah. Up yeah. and down. Yes. I am nodding my head. <laughs> it goes this way. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's what I was doing. And this way is up and down. Yeah, not no. what I was doing. <laughs> no. <laughs> back, back and forth. Not what I was doing. <laughs> Okay, so... <laughs> Composure. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so, um, let me try to remember what I was going to say now. Binary and what oh, does she yes. think? Oh, <laughs> <laughs>